yeah what are we on episode 26 yeah. now we're it's pretty good number one adventure guys podcast on spotify are we if you type in adventure time it's the first one cool all right should we should we start yeah let's sync <clears throat> one two three four one, one two, two three, three four, four. All right, adventure guys, here we go. Oops. Uh-oh. What happened? Okay, here we go. Adventure guys. Adventure guys. Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. And I am Nick the Human. And welcome. Welcome. It's good to have you back. How are you? That's nice. Did you have a good week? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I did have a good week. Did you have a good week, Eric? Uh, Yeah, we had a snow day here in New York. Mm. Man, I miss that. I love the snow. And, and, and right now, when you don't have to leave your house in the snow... I mean, did you, have to, did you have to go to work? Uh, no, they actually called me and were like, don't come into work. It's, it's closed. Now, that's cool because the part that snow that sucks and I can get, I understand why people don't like it, even though I love the snow, is going outside when it's like fucking crazy um, and it sucks to be out there. But just like if you can just be inside and be cozy and, and there's snow everywhere, that's just a delight. Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, I like the cold weather. The only problem is after moving back to New York... Uh, from being a Texan for 10 years, I don't actually have winter clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it has been a little bit colder than I'm prepared for, but I, I generally don't mind the weather up here. But anyway, what is this, a boring first date? I'm not going to talk about the weather. <laughs> ah, weather, eh? <laughs> um, I had a good day. Uh, day. Not a date. I didn't go on any dates. I thought about that but it's I, I don't know people are dating now it's but it how, feels how? crazy I, that doesn't seem no logistically no. possible it doesn't and it doesn't seem smart or safe look i got covid because a trusted friend w- was a little bit not careful enough and came over to this house and then we got covid it's like how am i supposed to be going and dating strangers you know what i mean like i i don't know i i don't want to get covid again i'll tell you what eric <laughs> you don't want it either Um, No, I don't. I don't. Uh, My mom got both of her vaccination doses. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, My sister got her first one. Uh, My dad is still waiting on his, and I'll be waiting forever, I guess. But my family is is getting safer, and that's, I guess, the most important thing, because I am the the least at risk out of the people that I'm near. Well, that's good. Um. Is it safe to get tattoos during COVID? Because I, I went by a tattoo shop and there were 35 people in line here. <laughs> right. I was thinking about that. And it seems like a tattoo shop, if you go to like a reputable one, and honestly, most of them are pretty reputable, like relatively speaking, it's going to be a safer, more sterile environment to begin with, like in normal times. But 
the kind of clientele that hangs out at tattoo shops aren't necessarily known for being like a hygienic pool of people. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I've seen people like getting tattoos, like sitting in the chair for hours, wearing their masks and everything. I am. I imagine they have like strict appointment only policies. Like you can't walk in and be like, Hey, can you do this? Um, so I don't know. I, I, I have some tattoo ideas that I would like, uh, to happen soon and I'm saving up money for it. I haven't had a uh, tattoo in years and I'm ready, but I am going to wait until after. Yeah. After uh, this is vaccine over. is, is, has been around for a Do while. You want it. Look, I, so I was telling you about my tattoo to you. listeners. I have zero tattoos, which pe- people in my life who've I've met, you know, like, um, one of the great things I'm thankful for in my life is I've continued to make friends as I've gotten older, which is hard to do, but I guess maybe it's a music thing, but like I've, there's been, yeah. I've gotten some new friends in the last like five years, which is cool. And all of them have been like, you don't have tattoos. Like, I don't understand that. And, <laughs> and I was like, I think Your that, pressure. I think that means, I think that's good for me. I've gone back and forth on wanting to get tattoos. It's funny. I was hanging out with Sean and we went to the desert. We did our big desert trip. And we were there and Sean was talking about getting tattoos and I was like, you know what? And I went on this whole rant, which I've given this rant to multiple close people in my life. And should I just give a little bit to you, Eric, and the people out on the that are listening to Go this? Go for it. Do if it. there's not a place to just give these stray thoughts, that this is what podcasts are really for, right? Podcasts and therapy. <laughs> yeah. What now I'm this some of my listeners, you might have tattoos. Eric's got tattoos, and I'm saying this to his eyes. So don't don't think that I'm not. I'm saying this unsympathetically, um, and remember that this ends with wanting to get tattoos. But what my big concern is is that you know, Eric, this is something we've talked about over the years. Is but that we are constantly evolving um, beings, right? We're constantly shape shifting. We're becoming new people, and my taste and and sense of aesthetics and things and values and all these things have changed as my life has gone on. And with that, things that I thought were exceedingly cool at 17 are things that I am pretty glad to not have on my body at the age 31. Um, (laughs) And what breaks my heart, and now this is, I don't try to really not try to judge people, but when I think put myself in somebody else's shoes and I see them walking around with a tribal armband um, at the age 45, screaming at their kids and I'm just like I wonder how it feels to have that tribal armband now because you know there must have been a point where it was cool right like there's a life cycle for all cool things right like even things that douchey people think are cool um but there was a point in time probably where maybe the tribal armband was kind of tight right like it was kind of cool and then yeah you know that specifically has I I I wouldn't be able to give any sort of knowledgeable statement on this, but it has some sort of tie to gay culture mm. that I've, I've seen remnants. Now that is interesting because of, the, but, the people in my life that I'm thinking about are aggressively not gay. Like, <laughs> right. I know. I know. Yeah. The, the, like the listening to Godsmack version yeah, of getting yeah. tribal tattoos. Yeah. They would. <laughs> right. 
it or, a or, really interesting dichotomy that it, it somehow made its way to a a small sect of gay culture. Right. Or there's like or just there's just other things that you see them and I see them tattooed on people and I'm like I bet you thought that was cool at the time. You didn't you didn't put enough thought into it. That's not a good enough design. It's me judging and and then having that on you and kind of like tethering yourself aesthetically to something. I I really like the idea of being a blight canvas and being like in a number of years, I could become something completely different. But sounds like I don't think I ever want tattoos. But I also really like the idea of getting a tattoo and having it marking a time in your life that is super important to you and that you actually kind of want to remember and access and like channeling that and having that as a reminder sort of as a tattoo. That might be a romantic idea that I'm having, Eric, but that seems like a pretty cool idea for me. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I kind of want that. Like, I kind of want a reminder of my body that's like, dude, remember how passionate you were about music and how much this meant to you and all these things. And like, like, and remember like when you would like sit around your basement and listen to records with your brother and like it got you through really hard times and made you friends with everybody you are in your life. So I was thinking about getting like a tattoo like that, but how, what do you th- what do you make of my arguments? That, that was always my long-standing argument for never getting a tattoo. And now I'm like, this is my argument for actually kind of I kind of want one. Right. Well, in my experience as someone who has plenty of tattoos, uh the point of view of thinking, wow, like if I had gotten that thing that I liked 12 years ago tattooed on me, like I would regret it so much at this point in my life is conversely ridiculous in the way that uh, someone who has 12 years worth of tattoos absolutely does not care about (laughs) (laughs) those kinds of bad decisions. (laughs) I've heard people who don't have tattoos or who have one or two tattoos express your point of view exactly time and time again. And the magic wears off after you start getting to like tattoo four, five, six. Uh, I, honestly, I don't even like even the question, like how many tattoos do you have? I don't think I can answer that. I, I seriously don't remember like separate sessions. I think I would if I really tried to figure it out, I would get get that wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, having had tattoos now for. What, like 15 years, all of the magic is gone. It does not matter. It's just funny shit to put on your body. I love that. I'm, it's, I'm, I love that. that I'm telling you, your answer not only refutes my why I don't want tattoos, but it also sort of refutes why I do want tattoos. It's almost like you're putting <laughs> so much meaning on it, either positively or negatively. It's like you can just go ahead and and take that all that intensity down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody, nobody who has a lot of tattoos thinks about as intensely as you just put it. I know. <laughs> it's so true. I'm I'm telling you the the first tattoo that I get out of quarantine is going to be an adventure time tattoo. Oh, whoa, that's sick. Yeah. I I have something planned out. I don't want to talk about it or jinx it yet, no, no, but don't, uh don't. I have I have I have an idea. I'm going to try and draw it myself and then maybe hire someone more professionally capable to do a like a better version of it. But that'll be my first tattoo out of quarantine, and then my second tattoo out of quarantine. I'll I'll say it right here, right now. I'm going to get a Pokemon chest piece. 
po- that's you were telling me you said I have an idea for a chess piece and I want it. I did not know it was Pokemon themed. I'm committing to it right now, right here. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah! What's hold, it, what, hold me to it. <laughs> do, do you want to talk about what it is more, or do you would you rather just no. okay? No, I, I'll I'll leave you and the listeners hanging. All right. So I'm thinking about mine. Back of left, back of left arm, inside arm, thighs is pretty cool. I'm thinking back a a left arm. Yeah, so all the places that no one would see it. Right. Great. Right. Because that way I can function as like a normie because I'm like sort of a normie. But I want to I want to get a chest tattoo of a Pokemon chest tattoo for the express purpose of not having to wear a shirt and to tell normies like, hey, we don't need to interact. <laughs> yeah, this is how serious I am. No, but I like those. I like these ideas partly because of my fear that on, on those in those places should my fear come true, I'm sort of mitigating that risk. I think that's why I'm thinking first tattoo. Your first tattoo was like fucking forearm shit, right? Yeah, the inside of, of my forearm. Yeah, you went for it. And I appreciate that. But look, I've got I've got my inspiration right here. I was looking at it in the uh just chilling here, which is nice when I'm making music to have it here, but then also just to be like what do you think, Nick? <laughs> But also, it's like having meaning versus just something that looks fucking sick. Like, I'm like, okay, this tattoo idea, I have idea, I didn't tell the listener, but I'm like, it has a lot of meaning, but it doesn't look that sick. Versus something that has no meaning, but looks like like really sick. I feel like <laughs> the, the looking looking really sick might be more important, and then thus, I might be finally coming around to the proper uh, way of thinking of tattoos, Eric, that you just outlined. <laughs> um yeah, should we uh, should we talk Adventure Time, <laughs> <laughs> or just now? All bonus app. Yeah, is uh, is it required that we talk about Adventure Time? I think so. Who made these rules? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of did. <laughs> Episode discussion. <laughs> okay. Discussion. Well, this you on the last step. You were like, "This is going to be a fun one." We're doing dentist. It's just called dentist, right? That's all it's called, dentist. Any more would you? You couldn't say any more, or you'd be giving this one away. Yeah, it's this episode's so weird. <laughs> it is. It's 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 a pretty great Adventure Time episode through and through. I think. Um, so Finn's got a hurt tooth. Princess Bubblegum and Jake are like, bro, you got to go dentist. <laughs> you have to go dentist. You got to go dentist. They keep saying that that way. And it's very, it's very intentional. They're not forgetting the, you don't have to go to the dentist. You have to go dentist or the to the. Yeah. Um, and they keep saying it. And basically they he, he says it and then Finn freaks out. And falls down, and and when we start to think is that, and Finn says, "I can't go to the dentist. I'm stronger than everyone." You're like, "Okay, Finn's having the classic cartoon child existential dread that his body might fall apart and all that kind of good stuff." You know, that's like kind of like wrapped up in a dentist trope. And then he goes, "I don't want to go, man." They like throw you in a pool, like a the hole full, like a hole full of rotten butter and snakes and they leave you there like i don't want to go there 
And Jake's like, ah, man, what are you talking about? And they're like, that's just some great Finn jibber-jabber. And then there's, yeah. There, quick. It seems like every, everybody knows what's going on in this episode, except for the listener and ex, uh, except for the viewer yeah. and Finn. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are all deep-seated traditions in the land of Ooh that have just been perverted into this insane rigmarole. So he says that's what he's afraid of. Then cut to, he's he's dangling above a well. You have, like, starchy and different people throwing butter and snakes into the well. And Princess Bubblegum gives a thumbs up to Jake to let Finn fall deep, deep, deep down into this well. <laughs> they throw him through the the roof of the well. It, it's oh, like right. every, nothing makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> through the roof of the well that, yeah. <laughs> and then he lands and he's like oh this is soft sand and then he's looking around and you see there's an ant army colony army base and you see the ants they're marching around they're doing stuff you see you see them flying planes even though they're underground they're flying planes then you see like a little ant fight club going on too the ants are fighting while all the soldiers are around like cheering it's it's really intense yeah, uh, and who who does the Lucy Lawless is the voice of the ant colonel? Well, and, I, I think the ant captain is Andy Daly, which is and great. And then Andy Daly's in it too. Yeah, and Lucy it's, Lawless is is yes, like the captain, and she's and she immediately takes out plans. Goes, oh, let's look at your file. Okay, you're a fighter. Okay, we're gonna put you in this battalion. And Tim and uh, and Finn's just saying they're going. My tooth hurts. Like, <laughs> hey, what what is this army shit? Like, my tooth hurts. And we're like two minutes in, right, Eric? And then they finally decide to describe or tell the viewer what in the fuck is going on. Yeah, so Finn's just got to go on like a secret mission uh, with Tiffany and then they will reward him by fixing his teeth. Tiffany? Oh, I'm going to kill you, Finn. Tiffany is such a freaking jerk. He's like... Nothing that he says makes any sense. He just goes on these crazy ranting monologues and I found myself just staring at the screen being like, what happened? This character said a lot of shit. I didn't understand any of it. Yeah, it's kind of like childhood chaos because the the voice of Tiffany, right? Is that like an actual kid? Uh, It sounded like it was maybe one of the voice actors from Summer Camp Island, but I didn't oh, double check it. It sounded like a legit child doing the voice. Uh, I think the I think the name I saw in the credits was Colin Dean or something like that. And I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Cause first, I thought it was a it was a girl, but then I was like, "No, this is a prepubescent boy." And they keep calling Tiffany him. So, uh, yeah, he's a kid. Um, he did a voice in Over the Garden Wall. Oh, now I have now I have not watched that show. People have told me that that is a must must watch. Uh, you know what? This is ridiculous, but I started watching it. I watched like the first four episodes, and it's only like a ten episode miniseries, or if even. Yeah. And I didn't finish it. Wow. I was, <laughs> I got I, I forget when I did this, but it was at a distracting part of my life where, uh, for some reason, I never came back to it. But I will. It's on my list of shows to watch real soon. Wow, so so get this. So like, what 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 year did this come? This one come out? <clears throat> this um, this app. Sorry, I just fucking closed out of my thing. Season six we're in, so I don't know. I'm opening it up. I'm just I can give you. Oh, here it is. 
I can give you a real uh, age on this child. 2014, 20 November 28th, so 2014. He was probably, the, the voice actor was eight or nine. Yeah. And it sounds like it, which is which is pretty great. Um, and, and the shit that they have him say is just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like he's really supposed to embody like that child in the neighborhood who causes a lot of ruckus. And you're like, we're still both kids. We're really close. Jake used to be friends with Tiffany. Like we have similar friends. Like it's not that f- it's not like a bad person, but you're also like, but this is like a bad way my life could go or something. And like just sort of that nonsense. Like it, when you're a kid, it seems nonsensical just the way. Yeah. Have you seen any of the other Tiffany episodes? No, I was so confused about Tiffany's inclusion. <laughs> yeah. I, there, there's a few other appearances and there's like some backstory with like Jake being part of a heist team and they would run capers and shit. And Tiffany was on the heist team. Um, but there was a falling out. And so now Tiffany hates Finn and Jake. Um, but I, I seem to remember in my mind that this appearance of Tiffany was the most malevolent that that character ever is in the series. Like wow. it reaches the apex of being a shithead. Right. <laughs> well, I, uh, and I, and we're, we're left to believe that Tiffany, you know, is dead at the end of the yeah. episode, but that's, uh, he, he comes back. I, mean, I forget under which circumstances. It's almost never but, the case in this, this show <laughs> is yeah. that someone's truly dead. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, so basically what the Finn, if he wants to get the dentist work done, it's going to have to enlist in this army, complete a mission, and then they will do the dentist work. That's how this whole this works. You have to go dentist. Um, yeah. The hardest part of that is that he's got to do it with Tiffany. And yeah. They have to work together, yeah. overcome their differences. Too bad. And- Too bad. That's dentist. <laughs> That's what the colonel says. And then they're in the dining hall. All they're eating is sugar. Um, and Tiffany, the first thing says, Finn, I'll kill you. Like, just out the gate. It's just like, it's insane. They sit down next to each other. And I think Tiffany says, I, oh no, then they start going. Tiffany goes on a crazy monologue about how Jake and him, like after, after Finn dies, Jake will need a, a shoulder to cry on. That will be Tiffany. Then they'll go on and Jake will be the crime Lord. He was always meant to be. And instead of just stealing banks, they will steal whole banks, like entire <laughs> banks. Like, do you understand? Like the buildings themselves, like that's the bank. And Finn's like, yeah, I fucking get it. He's like, you're not so different, you and I. Don't pretend like we are. And then he runs away, and and Finn kind of looks at himself in the sword and is like, that guy's going to stab me when I'm not looking. Like, I just, I know that. And then he's like, okay, what's fine. We'll just get through this. And then they go in to where they're supposed to face off against these worms that they're going to defeat. And immediately, Tiffany, like, immediately the worms come through the, the walls. They're coming at them. Like, it's they're big and scary. And Tiffany immediately tries to stab Finn literally in the back. <laughs> and Finn is like, yo, not now, Tiffany. Like, we got to beat these things together. And Tiffany's like, oh, okay. It's like, what? <laughs> but then they're a good yeah. team. And they, and they like, beat all these Dune-style worms. Like, and they, they chop all their heads off and in half. And it's fun. And they're actually a really good duo. Till the end, when Mother Worm comes... Gonna, gonna, and uh, Finn almost falls in, and Tiffany's sort of like, "Look, 
I can't push you in, but I also can't save you, so I'm going to walk away. <laughs> Finn falls into the mouth of the worm and then gets immediately like puked back out and shot up, hits his head on the ceiling, his teeth smash, hits Tiffany, who falls in and gets swallowed by the big uh, worm. Some fitting justice. Yeah, it's all... It's all very weird. Uh, I we skipped over my honestly, my, like the character arc of Tiffany through the series doesn't make a lot of sense in this episode. I don't really know where he went. I don't really know where he started. I don't really know where his arc ended. No. But <laughs> he was eaten by a sandworm. <laughs> eaten by a sandworm. What I will what I will say is I I passed over I, I wanted to bring up which was my favorite quote of the episode is that Finn is dangling. Um, yes, and is trying to convince Tiffany to pull him back up. And Tiffany is like, "No, no, no, we're not doing this." And then, like, "I'm gonna let you fall, River." And and then he's like, "Why are you smiling, Finn?" Finn's like, "Oh, I wasn't listening. I was just gonna like let this go by and like forgive you." And then, <laughs> yeah. which is great. And then he's like, "I don't know." And he goes, "Look, um, Tiffany, you we're not oil and water. We're not that different." What we are is oil and vinegar. It's good together, man. It's yummy. Come on, bring me up. It works. And I was like, I absolutely love that flipping of that analogy. I don't know if these writers came up with that, but I was like, that's so beautiful because, you know, yeah, oil and water, they can't get together. But oil and vinegar don't really go together. They're always kind of separate, but they're closer and they do work together even though they're so different. I was like, God, that I, that just, they, they really nailed that one. Yeah, I think uh, we're not oil and water. We're oil and vinegar. That, I'm gonna keep that in is, my mind. Tiffany's last name is Euler. Oh, really? Yeah. It doesn't really work with Finn Merton. No. Although, this is well. Here's some miscellaneous mania of jumping the gun. This is the first episode that Finn refers to himself as Finn Merton's. Oh, really? Yeah, he said that. He says. Does he say we're we're Mertens? I don't know. Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, and then they come back, and then oh yeah, dude. Then how about this? So they fix his teeth, and it looks really like they could do a job. He leaves, and then everyone's there welcoming him back. And yeah, he's like, "What the fuck? Why?" Why did you guys not tell me? Like you knew this shit was. You knew like Tiffany the was time. there, and they're like, "Shh!" And it turns out that the fly spy, oh, is there. And now I, I want to ask you: Were the flies be working for the worms? I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything. This episode was so confusing. Yeah. It seemed like a, just a bunch of bizarre plot points that don't connect to anything else, just to make a silly episode. Still pretty fun, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was very fun, but I, there was no way to make sense of anything that happened here. <laughs> so good. Um, hey, did did you see the snail though? No, I did not see the snail. Nick, did you see the snail? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw it. I saw Good it. Good job, bro. I thought Good I saw it. Good job, bro. Thank you. I saw it. I thought I saw it. And then I was like, I have to rewind him. I, I, Sean, did, did I just see the snail? 
he just looked at me like he's like like he saw and I was like I think that I think I saw it. can we go back he's like you're not allowed to rewind I'm like I think we are I was like dude I think I I don't know I think I I saw it or that he I thought he was there like I don't know um so I did want to ask you like what's the rules on that uh you know it's funny because I I thought it to myself like did I just see the snail in that frame I should rewind it and check I'm like nah I don't care that much okay <laughs> So I guess if you cared enough to actually rewind it, then it's fair game. Then it's fair game. All right. So uh, congratulations, Nick. Uh, we get a we get a rare occurrence. The congratulations, of the congratulations, Nick theme song. Right. Play it, baby. Congratulations are in order, my friend, Nick, you saw the snail. You're the greatest snail detective that I've ever known. You're the greatest snail detective of the episode. Congratulations to you, my friend, yeah, Nick. All right. All right. We don't get to hear that one very often. No, I'm glad. <laughs> it's good to hear it. Where did you think you saw it? Uh, it it's hard for me to remember. I, I, I think it would have been in the lower left-hand corner of the screen. Is that right? It it was in the left-hand side, but it was like kind of mid. It was like Finn was going through holes in like in the in the ant colony layer and like kind of one of those where it's like he's going down and then you see like a couple different like spaces where ants are doing shit and in one of them was the snail. It was small this time. It was the smallest snail I've ever seen. Yeah, that sounds about where I thought it yeah. might have been, but I You probably it was probably no that way, shot. No way to verify it. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably that shot and you would have looked at the the bottom left or something. Um <laughs> All right, well uh I wonder what our scoreboard's at. If you've been paying attention and you have a current uh, leaderboard for who has seen the snail, let us know at didyouseethemail at gmail.com. Hit us. <laughs> Eric, hit us with that sweet theme song for the miscellaneous minute, not the mail. <laughs> okay. Did you get any? I mean, we 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 talked some. Of, I wanted to talk about the kid voicing, um, Finn Mertens. That was cool. Andy Daly. That was cool. Uh, yes. I is this the something about the fin, oh? This is the first episode with the Finn sword being used. That's what it's, that's what I'm reading. Where was this in the series? Towards the end of season six, I don't remember middle of season six. Yeah, the whole fin sword arc, I guess, where he gets the fin sword. I remember that being a really confusing and cool part of the show. 
I would love to experience that. <laughs> <laughs> there was time travel involved. And you know me and time travel. I love it. You love it. I love time travel. It, it might be the only instance of time travel in Adventure Time. Yeah. I actually, can anyone verify that for me? I don't know. You know what's funny about this is that you actually like time travel. I thought that you didn't have time for time travel. Like it was just too dumb. But I think I, I remembered that wrong. When did you think that? Just now. Based on what? We've had an I we've know. had an on air conversation at length about how much I love time travel. I know. We did talk about that. Maybe I'm just thinking I thought that you there was some there was something time travel related where you're like, I don't have time for all this. Maybe I just I misremembered it. Like maybe it was just some rigor morale in one time travels situation. <laughs> anyway. Um easy way to my heart is through a time travel narrative. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty fun. Um What are you what are you gonna do after this, Eric? This podcast. After this podcast? Yeah. Uh, I might practice drawing. Oh, fun! How's those lessons going? Uh, all right. I've reached I've reached a, a point where I think I've I've watched a lot of the video courses and done the online lessons and that kind of thing, and I don't know if I'm getting a whole lot out of the materials I have available anymore. I I, I hit a little bit of a wall, um, in terms of like just making progress, I guess. Cause I'm not finding videos or online stuff that are really covering areas that I want to advance in. So I bought a bunch of books and I'm just going to try reading like basically like cartooning textbooks um, and try learning that way. And maybe like going over some of the techniques I've already learned and I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes, but I've got some books to go through and I think I might start trying that tonight. That sounds fun. I can't wait to see how you uh you go for you shared on Instagram, right? Uh, a photo. Yeah, I did a little cartoon version of myself. I want to I want to figure out like a quick way to draw a character like that. You know, I I know we talked about how time-consuming and painstaking the animation process is for shows like this because like drawing takes a long time. Um but that said, you know, these really good storyboarders and, and cartoonists like they they learn their methodology so that they can draw the same character the same way efficiently uh, over and over and over again and and that that's i guess that's what i've found uh to be the case in that i'm not necessarily learning how to draw things i'm, I'm learning how to learn how to draw there's like an extra meta layer there where it's like you don't just learn how to draw a hand. Right. You learn how to draw this particular character's hand. And so that like if if you want to have that hand pointing, you'll be able to figure out how to make that hand point. If you want to have the hand like punching someone, you'll be able to figure out how to make that hand punch someone. So you have to like understand a character so that you're able to figure out new things to do with the character if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like it's such a crazy process learning this skill from the ground up. I'm <laughs> I'm like in way over my head, but it's still fun. So <laughs> Dude, I love it, man. I love hearing about it. Yeah, hopefully I'll have some more to show for it soon. 
Well, that'd be fun. But, uh, I can't wait to see Yeah, I still got a lot of work to do. I can't wait to hear more about it. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm still on a weird schedule, so I probably... You're going to be up for a little bit. I'm going to be awake for a, yeah, a long time, so I'll just like draw a bunch of cartoons. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. Are you... Oh, it's Friday, so you don't work tomorrow, I guess, right? No work. What's happening What's happening in the music industry now? Like, are we past the holidays? Are things happening? I don't... <laughs> People are just putting out songs and making TikToks and... TikTok is just like, did, did you read about Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license story? She no. put out her first song and it was number one first week. Broke records for most streams in one day on like, it's like first or second day of release. Powered off the back of TikTok. It's not like, it's, oh. it's felt like really just like, like it or not, like TikTok isn't just like, like a fad like, you know, like, oh, there's like this thing. It's like, no, now it's like, uh, it's going to be, or it could be a fab, but it's going to be around a little longer. Like, it seems like it could have, it's now it's moving into like, okay, this is going to be like MySpace. This is going to be around a little bit. There's going to be a generation of artists that came up during the TikTok era. Like, you know, the MySpace era people call, like, yeah. so someone said that recently, they, they meant it complimentary. They're like, it reminds me of MySpace, but like. That was our old ska band. Yeah. <laughs> right at the end of the MySpace right at, era. Right at the end. Um, <laughs> beginning of the Facebook era, which isn't really like an era. Facebook was like <laughs> never really that good for music, right? Was it? You know, I... Don't, I you couldn't like, discover shit. Stopped. Like, the thing was is that on MySpace, like, right, like, I discovered bands on MySpace. Like, you could, like, find a band and then, like, they would have their top eight. You know what I mean? And then you would go and, like, go down those fucking rabbit holes and like yeah i really that's how i found chiodos because on rx bandits myspace page really they had chiodos listed and then i got really into chiodos exactly you got shit that you chiodos that was such a myspace band fuck chiodos dude (laughs) i heard they well they broke off pure volume too they now get this so this is this is a, a great i i is this Chiodos or it's or I voted for Kodos, but I think it's Chiodos. <laughs> but very different bands. But I love that those wires just got crossed a little bit. Yeah, and they're kind of crossed because they both like won a pure volume co- contest, and I think it was Chiodos. And they're they're both from the Midwest. Yeah, right. Yeah, Chiodos, yeah, Chiodos is, from is from Michigan. Michigan yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kodos, they're from uh, Wisconsin. Love it. Now, Chiodos, I think it was them, but this is great. Because they, there was like some like, oh, whoever like gets the most plays or votes on this like pure volume thing is going to get to play like Warp Tour on some stops. Like, you know, they had a million fucking play Warp Tour contests that were kind of exploiting people. Um, and this was one of them. And they did that. But apparently one of the dudes in Chiodos, like, I don't know, you know, it was like late teens or whatever, figured out how to get a bot in there. To just vote the fuck out of it and get multiple people to do bots and like hacked their plays. And then all of a sudden they had like a 75 or 100,000 like plays on pure volume and they won. And then Equal Vision was like, yo, what the fuck's going on with this band out in like Detroit? Like we need to like, and they got like kind of, I think they got like signed off of it or something. And they were just sort of like, we were just so early on 
on pure volume and then also manipulating it that no one knew what was going on. <laughs> I think I, I God damn it, I, I I hope I'm not just like bespurching. I feel like one of the dudes like years later was talking about it, like saying it was funny. That's really awesome. Yeah. I I hope that's true. I hope that's a hundred percent true. Oh, here we go. Prop uh, this yeah for two thousand twelve. Chiodos hacked Pure Volume in 2003 to get signed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was the, A new article shared how they were originally signed by Equal Vision. Very interesting story confirms that the band hacked Pure Volume and rigged themselves a high number of plays to draw attention from labels. And then they have like the literal whole story from one of the dudes in the band. Oh, that's so fucking funny. But anyway. So anyway. Speak, speaking of hacking these sites and... Um, our expandits on MySpace, um, our expandits on Reverb Nation, <laughs> Reverb in twenty oh eight, maybe. Um, this it was it was before Mandala mm-hmm. came out, so like that album was twenty oh two thousand nine. This was like when yeah, MySpace was over. Facebook hadn't really integrated like music in yet, and like Reverb Nation, right? Wasn't that like almost like an add on app you could get to like have music in there. They were going to be like a music s- discovery thing like MySpace, but it was only music like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so RX Bandit, I may have told you about this. RX Bandit's had a competition where they were like everyone ha- like we'll give you like a unique like HTML like embed player for Reverb Nation for our our new song. I think it was uh Hope is a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um and the uh the people who get like the top three uh play counts will send an autographed copy of our new album when it comes out so i i didn't really hack it and i don't know anything about programming to make a bot but what i did uh this was over the summer right and i was at the university of delaware um doing like a research fellowship that year and uh so you know nobody was on campus it was the summer just like us nerds in the library i went into the library computer lab and on like all of the 20 iMacs in there, I was the only one in there. I went on each of them and I <laughs> I logged on and I had what, them. Wouldn't have taken you very long. Wouldn't have taken you very long to, to accomplish this. You really just walk around. <laughs> yeah. So I did that on all the fucking computers in the University of Delaware library <laughs> just to, to boost my plays from my, uh, my HTML embed and, uh, I I got it. I was the number three uh, play count winner. So they sent me an, an autographed copy of Mandala. <laughs> I cheated. I, there it is. There's my public confession. I cheated. I'm sorry, RX Bandits, but you're my favorite band and I needed to cheat to get your autographs. <laughs> well, I remember that we went to the Philly show together and you hadn't gotten the CD. And I Yes, that's right. And I remember just going up to the merch person. It was like a woman. And I was like, Hey, he hasn't gotten a CD that the this front for She was like, "Oh, okay, I'll, I'll tell Kathy or whatever." Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, and how do you say the drummer's last name?" Everyone calls him Sega because it's <laughs> is it Sagakis and and you were like, "Dude, yeah, just like, why are you like being so aggressive about how you're communicating?" And, and, and there and the first person was like, "Yeah, yeah, um, yep, that, that's how you say it." And I was like, "Cool, cool." <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty excited about the show, and uh, we're going to go enjoy it, but actually, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? I was just like, looking back on it, I'm like, god damn, like, imagine how many of conversations like that those merch people had per night. <laughs> now it makes sense why so many of them were just fucking uh, curmudgeoned out, you know? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just punishing kids. Yeah. Punishing like <laughs> 18, 19 year old me or whatever. Just like. Yeah. It did take them a long ass time for them to send me that, that CD. Um, it was like months and months after the album came out. Yeah. Uh, but they, they, the four of them signed it. And I remember Joe Troy's signature was just Joe in like big capital letters. I heart you. <laughs> Amazing. Dude, they're, they're writing new music. I'm really excited. Although uh, Steve Troy said like, yeah, we're writing new RX music. It's great. You know, the way that me and Matt and, and Seagak work together is just like really incredible. It's something I haven't felt anywhere else. And I was like, huh, you've noticeably left out one of <laughs> one band member <laughs> that you've been playing with for a very long time. Did, didn't he, wasn't he like not on some of the, Tours they did in recent years. Yeah, he. I don't know if he was. I saw them after Seagak with Circus Survive, and he and and they had a different drummer. And then they did the Battle Tour, ten year tour, which I missed because of work stuff. But that yeah, I remember I was on t- my own tour at that time. Yeah, and at that point I was like, you know, you have life cycles with bands where you, they, you love them, and then that was probably my low point where I was like. Yeah, I need a break from. But uh, he was Choi was uh, no. Um, it was just Matt and Steve Choi, and then the rest of it was higher guns. Like the bass player was Matt Fozzie yeah. from Facing New York, I think. Oh, hmm. I remember the the drummer that they got on that tour. Um, I was talking to someone because yeah, because we were on tour at that same time, and oh man, what was the name of this band? We played with um. A ska band in Houston and they were really good. They played like a more traditional style. It had like an old soul kind of feel cool. to it. I can't remember what what they were called. Um I haven't seen their name around recently, so I don't know if they're active at all. But <clears throat> I remember talking to the guy at that show uh from that band, and I think his family was originally from San Jose. And his brother was the drummer that uh, was playing with RX for that tour. Oh wow! Yeah, it was like a really weird coincidence because we, yeah, because we, I was so disappointed we missed them. Uh, we missed being able to see RX because we were on tour, and we were like a few days offset for them at some point in our tour. Yeah. Um, it was like a bunch of like really weird coincidences happening, but I mean that's kind of how tour goes. What the ska scene is. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of unfortunate coincidences. <laughs> quote me, quote me. That's the Scott. That's, that's my Scott quote. <laughs> uh, oh, so all right. So what were you saying about um, MySpace or Pure Volume or something? Oh, just that like TikTok is like is like that's this is going to be the TikTok era. Like there are going to be bands that be like, oh, that was like a TikTok band. That was like a TikTok artist. Like they came up during that time. And there will be artists yeah. that pop on it, but it won't be defining for the art. There's going to be artists probably re- remembered as like a huge TikTok band. Maybe, maybe I can be a TikTok band. I, you know, I, I've been kicking that idea around uh, of an eight bit dub album. Oh yeah, I, I have like some material, nice. and I think I'm seriously going to do that. <laughs> I love it, dude. You should think about it. Just do chill reggae dub music with video game sounds think that would go well on TikTok? Dude, like, the thing is, is that, um, you know, 
up until even like this summer, like like there was like specific types of things that were going well on TikTok. It's some of it was weirder. Then there was a lot of these dances, but it's just like expanded so far and wide that there's like all sorts in like niches for all sorts of people. And it's like it's no longer just one thing that's going crazy on TikTok. Like you know, like this summer I got really into watching frog videos, and that was all from TikTok. And like, yeah, I love frogs, you know, um, there's like, yeah, man, and it, why wouldn't you? Yeah. They're so chill. Um, yeah, there's, there's, everything's on there. So that, that could, I, you know what I mean? Like that could really find a, a spot. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I, but that's what's going on in, in, in music. I don't know. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to make some music tomorrow. I think I'm going to go to bed soon though. Or watch a movie. Two different things. I was watching Mallrats before. Um, oh yeah, and I haven't watched any Kevin Smith movie. I we, I think we even oh. talked about this on on the podcast. I haven't yeah. watched anything by him in like so long after loving all those movies. And it's so crazy. To think I was like, man, okay, when I was watching this movie, it had just come out like ten years ago, and things that came out ten years ago are still sort of culturally relevant. You know what I mean? They're in the ether. You know, and you respect that. Whatever it is, but now it just turned like twenty five, and that's like a totally different thing you know? yeah um, but i'm enjoying it. so did it hold up I'm only halfway through jason lee is still hilarious wait you watched half of a movie and well then we had to do the podcast i started it <laughs> you turned off mall rats to do this podcast. yeah we, i started it and sean was like don't you have to do the podcast i was like yeah but i just felt like putting it on <laughs> irresponsible but i think it's a movie that i've seen right, well, a lot of times so yeah, l- let me know how how the second half of it goes. <laughs> He's still hilarious, and some of the uh, the dialogue still had us has laughing, so that's good. All right, well then let's pick our next Adventure oh, yeah, Time so. episode for next week. What are we gonna watch next week? What are we gonna watch? is season seven episode 20 bad jubies cool bad jubies that's i don't like how it sounds that word <laughs> bad jubies no i don't like jubies that sounds a good word i don't remember anything about what this could be but I feel like this is an important episode, but I, I don't remember. Oh, I, this is the, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll see what it is. I'm not even going to look it up. <laughs> I'm excited. Right, uh, good app. Great. Everyone. Up. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, don't forget to, uh, rate us on Apple podcasts. If you're there, subscribe. We'd love to have you. So we can talk about tattoos and um and you know MySpace some more. Uh yeah, it'll be great. Stick around. <laughs> Peace out, y'all.
there might be some bonus material in there, bonus clip material. People say they like it. Who the people who are listening seem to like that stuff. The bonus clips? Or just the non <laughs> adventure time talk. <laughs> Did you see yeah. it? Our, 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 it's 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 infuriating to me because I'm like, our unique listeners is just now up. Like it's been in the mid forties. But like our estimated audience number isn't going up and it's just driving me crazy. Yeah, I don't know what the difference between those two statistics are. Unique listeners is how many people have listened to it in the last seven days? Oh, 46. Estimated audience, based off the last 30 days and the frequency at which people are listening, we're going to go ahead and say that you have like 30 fans. Sort of like your <laughs> okay. monthly listener. I'm like, all right, whatever. I think uh, I, I, I think I got to figure out Apple iTunes because like they still haven't updated our category. So I'm just, there's a thing you can, you can d- distribute directly to them from anchor. Um, and, or, or you can distribute to them directly and then anchor will ingest it. I don't know. I got to look into it. Cause I'm just like, fuck, I think, I think if that updates, it'll sort us correctly. Or at least it should hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're, we're doing okay. Dude, I'm feeling, I, uh, I'm feeling good about it still. We've got a couple more people in the door. People, nobody's like leaving. That we know of, I guess. That we know of. Maybe if somebody leaves, then their spot is immediately taken over by someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is, it might be why the 30 numbers there or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. On, I think the most recent episode of Back to the Island, uh, Jeff said that they were getting between 500 and 1,000 plays per episode. There's a Jeff reference for you. Jeff How's that make you feel? <laughs> uh, well, they've been doing it for years. The thing that pissed me eight off. Years? The thing that pissed me off, dude, was just that we were like climbing until we hit like our biggest day of, and week of all time. And then immediately after that, the last two weeks have just been like lower. And I'm just like, I, I don't fucking get that. I don't know anything about podcasts. Podcasts. 